Hi, everyone. Welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. I'm growing a mullet, and I'm not happy with it. Yikes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no name, just growing really? a mullet? Are we referring yeah. to you as that? Oh, Mr. Mullet. <laughs> I, I haven't had a haircut in three months, and God, do oh. I need... In fact, going on four, and gosh, is it awful. Mm. Uh, Yikes. I'm growing a bad mustache. Does that hey, I could there grow a bad mustache with you. We can have a bad mustache contest on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, being being an Asian guy is just like it's very pathetic. So, it's, anyways, oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay. Um, well, I'm Emily, and I too have not had a haircut in over four months, but luckily that's okay for me. So. Hopefully, you're not growing a mustache. <laughs> no, I'm not growing. I'm not growing a mustache of any kind. Come on, um, Emily, join <laughs> us. You're gonna have so much fun. Oh, jeez! Wow. Just, just try. Road I mean, road. I guess I guess I've had my hand and try. And I'm not trying, but I haven't shaved so my upper lip. So like my whole life. <laughs> so like that's that's what I have to show for it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Wow. Oh. Yes. <laughs> anyway, okay. what a great way to start <laughs> off today's discussion. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> so it is I, day ninety-two of quarantine, <laughs> right? and we are this starting to happens. lose it. <laughs> You've been warned. So on today's show, we're sharing more of our recommended Disney Plus viewing. So in May, Disney Plus added a bunch of new series like Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian. And more movies like one of my personal favorites, George of the Jungle. Oh my God. Ooh. I love George, George, George of the Jungle. It's so good. Dum, 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 dum. Watch out for that tree. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, we're going to be talking about that. And if you're like me, you hate the sort of Netflix effect that you get when you sign on to Disney Plus, which is that you're just bombarded with so many choices that it's hard to even narrow down what you want to be watching today. So since no one likes just scrolling through scores and scores of Disney movies, that series that seemingly never end, we would like to make your choice easier and share some of our favorites that we have been watching recently. Ooh, um, yes. give me a second because before <laughs> we start this, this, this discussion, I, I want to get some popcorn. Oh my god! You, can, you can't do movies without popcorn. <laughs> Please, so. and a popcorn do bucket. Not <laughs> chew directly into the microphone, oh, otherwise geez. I will punch you in the throat through the computer. <laughs> it will be ASMR Zen with popcorn god. and popcorn bucket. Dang it! So, yes. the, the so, plastic clinking. Yeah, I'm gonna get my popcorn bucket, put a little curry powder, make it feel like it's Asia, and. During that, uh, let's while I'm doing this, let's take a quick break and we'll get on to our recommendations. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. Okay, and we're back. So, Zen, do you have your popcorn with your curry on it? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So, it is time to bring on the movies and the series. What? 
What? I'll give you my own sound effects box. So what has everyone been watching or maybe like rewatching or revisiting? It doesn't have to be new. Well, um, if we're talking about revisiting, I will be that obvious person and say that I've been watching a lot of the Simpsons recently, Ooh, nice. especially classic Simpsons, because that's the kind of stuff that I grew up on, not grew up on. I grew up on reruns <laughs> of classic mm. Simpsons. And one of the things that makes it so sort of special for, for me is that you would not believe how many people that I have run into at school and just in day-to-day life that are my age that have never seen a single episode of The Simpsons. Whoa. Right? Wait. That's so, really hard to I, imagine. I, <laughs> right. I think but, but, I've but, watched I think I've watched a couple episodes, but I'm nowhere near like understanding references or any I like sure. know that they're yellow and you know <laughs> exactly. make a confession. I didn't watch too much of the Simpsons either. So. Okay, that's fine. But Emily, you're I think you and I are fairly close as far as age group yes. is concerned. And you're right. still even better than like most people. But like one time I was eating lunch on campus and one of my friends walked up to me uh, and he said, Hey, how's the lunch? And I said, It tastes like burning and he, he looked at me with this profound look on his face like what did someone hit you in the head like what's going on i know is it possible because i mean they have geez i was watching this when i was in college i mean they have 30 plus years yeah. of references yeah, yeah. it's you know. pretty crazy well that and is I crazy almost- yeah, and I can almost excuse it because the people that grew up that are my age grew up on like like 20th season and beyond Simpsons, which is almost universally agreed to be trash Simpsons, at least compared to the Simpsons of old. And I'm convinced that if I didn't have parents that tried to introduce me to this stuff, I would have never seen it. So I can understand it. But still, never seen an actual episode. Um, long story short, I think that most of the series uh, throughout its 30-year run is on Disney+. Plus. So if you get the chance, go watch just the first five or six seasons. And I swear to God, you will have no short of, of entertainment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, speaking of rewatching, I have kind of gone through the Marvel Cinematic Universe Mm. in very out of order. I did not follow the timeline at all. So so it was like, I just kind of like chose whatever I was feeling in the moment. So I'd watch like Iron Man 3 after like the latest like Endgame. And I'm just like, oh, well. (laughs) Now that makes sense. Spoiler alert. (laughs) So Uh, instead of machete order, it's Emily order. Yes, it really is. Um, But it's it's been fun just to, I haven't seen, I I think I mentioned to you guys earlier, but I haven't watched the Iron Man 2 or 3 since they came out in theaters. So I felt like I was missing a gap since Iron Man is kind of like, the original Avenger movie. Uh, I felt like I was missing so much of this. I just did not understand what was happening, even though I watched all of them before. So that was like kind of a nice thing to revisit. Maybe considering 
actually going through and watching it in order because I've never done that before. Mm. I don't know. That sounds like a, a big feat to take on, though. Hmm. Yeah, because now there's what, like 20, there's I want to say? Is there more? Somewhere uh, around there? I feel like 20 is about right. It's what definitely. Was the official first one? I think the. Well, what I'm looking at right now. Okay, is, it does say Iron Man. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I think it was, yeah. So I always like, thought it was the Incredible Hulk. Sorry. Oh, that's, all. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because there was like the, the redo true. of the Hulk. Hmm. Yeah, which yeah. I I thought that was a great one. But mm-hmm. I think you're right. Iron Man was before they kind of happens concurrently or hmm. I don't know. Like yeah. See, that's really interesting. So, Emily, are you – would you consider yourself to be a pretty big Marvel fan? Like how long have you been on this kick? This kick of rewatching on Disney Plus, are we correct? Or just so basically, um, it started at the beginning of May because I started painting my room, and I needed something to be on while I painted. So I think I just chose like Captain America just because that's one of my favorites, like the original one, or originally like the first Avenger Captain America because I love Chris Evans, Um, and then I. Kind of just <laughs> went from there. Uh, I kind of I was just feeling Chris Evans, and that's how it started. So it's been about a month. Oh, so that's <laughs> okay. That's machete order. Only Chris. All things Chris Evans. There you I go. <laughs> the Evans like order. To pause for just a second and acknowledge that. Emily just said, I was feeling Chris Evans, and that's how all of this got started. Um, uh, I was hoping, so wondering if anyone would get to catch that. No, 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 no. I'm a pretty close listener, you might have noticed. But that's really interesting to me, because I think that Zen and I have talked about this in sort of past podcasts and stuff like that, too, because I have seen quite a few Marvel movies in the past year to six months or so. And while I've enjoyed every single one that I've seen to one degree or another, I can't exactly say that I have an, an invested interest in rewatching any of them. Like mm. my, my relationship to Marvel goes as far as I watched that. I liked it onto the next thing. And I, I don't know if that's just me or if every anybody else is getting superhero fatigued as well. But, I mean, it's definitely a good way to fill most of your time if you paint oh, your room, I suppose. Totally, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I definitely skipped, although I tried to go through all, quote unquote, all of the movies. There's a lot. Um, but there were a couple that I skipped over. I only watched it once and I was like, I'm good. I don't need to rewatch that. Captain Marvel was one of those. I tried to rewatch it a second time and I just couldn't like, hmm. get into it. Interesting. Yeah. I love that one. So I love the character. <laughs> just the story just felt so out of place to me. Hmm. Yeah. But that's just, that's just one of the things I've been revisiting. All right. Nice. Yeah. Mine's kind of a revisit too. So, I didn't realize it until I think just one night that I was um, I turned on Disney Plus and Hello Dolly is on Disney Plus now or has been. And I just never realized it until now. So which is kind of nice because um, I don't know, I'm still like anytime I try to watch any walkthroughs of Disneyland or anything, I still just feel really sad. So it's really still kind of hard to watch. 
but um, Hello Dolly kind of is in a similar vein. It's almost like Main Street, the musical, I guess. Hmm. So it's kind of fun to watch because there's all these songs that you can hear the instrumental versions of playing on Main Street. But if you've never seen Hello Dolly, you may not realize like, oh, that's where that song comes from. Hmm. So... And it's just, it's such a fun, lighthearted movie. And I love the banter and I, I love that trope of enemies to lovers. So I love that, you know, like there's the crotchety old guy at the beginning and in the end he becomes the true love interest and things like that. So, and it's just, it's so zany and funny and it's great. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of happy to watch that again. I think that you should seek out once the whole pandemic is over a live version of of hello dolly jennifer yeah like actually go i always wait for you to say david you should seek help (laughs) i don't know know why (laughs) no 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 no. no. i actually like i like hello dolly quite a bit and the Mm -hmm. interesting thing is i've never actually seen it live because it's one of those shows that are from i believe it's Broadway's golden age. It's been a while since Hello Dolly premiered on Broadway, but it's one of those shows that doesn't really get produced a whole heck of a lot. It's definitely Mm. not on the level of the King and I and the book of Mormon and stuff like that. And yet there are so many classic songs from it that a lot of people would go, Oh, that's where that's from. Yeah. So I totally, I totally get it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. People should seek out more live theater, and that's definitely one of them that I would recommend. Yeah, I would love to go see that live. It's it's such a good story, you know? Live theater. We can't even make it to the movie theater right now. Hey, Hey, mister, stop depressing me. Go away. (laughs) Well, aren't some of them doing, like, live or, like, they'll film productions or take past filmings and then make it available to everyone right now? Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, no, no. The The Royal Shakespeare Company has been doing that. A lot of Broadway Ooh. shows have been doing that. Hmm. Uh, there have been how do a you couple feel of- about, How do you feel about that, David? I'm kind of curious. I'm sorry to take it sideways, but since you are in this field, how do you feel about live performances going kind of this virtual route? Well, I, I'm okay with pre-recorded performances going online. Uh, I have benefited greatly from a lot of the performances from RSC and overseas and stuff like that going online. Like the other mm-hmm. week I watched David Tennant in, uh, in much do about nothing and, at the Royal oh. Shakespeare company. And it was fantastic. And I would never, ever, ever have had the funds or the means to go see that. And so for that, I'm very grateful. I'm not a huge fan of this growing trend of plays being recorded live via zoom. Because I think, I honestly think in six years or 10 years, it's just going to look so, so tacky. Um, Mm -hmm. The bottom line is, though, that most people are out of work right now and we should keep creating in any way that we can. So if Disney wants to do more stuff via Zoom and all of that, then I'm all for it. It's just kind of, I think we're going to look back on it in 10 years and just go, sad. (laughs) (laughs) That was a dark time. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Have we talked about um, Hamilton, how they're putting that on Disney Plus? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. They are doing that, huh? Yeah, it's coming out in July. Yeah, Disney owns Lin-Manuel Miranda's soul, don't they? (laughs) Basically. (laughs) I don't think he minds, though. I mean... 
he Isn't he like a really big money. Disney fan too? Or he he doesn't mind the money. I'm for certain of that. I don't know if he's a huge Disney fan, to be honest. Remember, money can't buy happiness, but it sure makes misery a whole lot better. <laughs> right? I have never heard that saying before, but I'm going to oh, keep yeah. using it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about Hamilton because I've never seen, I never had a chance to see it in the in person, I guess, if yeah. that's what you call it. So that's exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw no lottery it. needed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I remember the lottery waking up every morning trying to get it. See, yeah. I saw it live in San Francisco about three years back, and oh hmm. my god, guys! Like, I, I know I'm a theater super fan, and this was just a dream come true for me to see a sensational, record-breaking Broadway musical. But I cried during the first number and I cried because I was seeing Hamilton and for Mm -hmm. no other reason, literally no other reason. I was just sitting there going, I'm seeing Hamilton. (laughs) Nice. I totally get that. Pure. So pure. The pure joy. Yeah. God, am I so excited to see David Diggs in the original role? Cause he is goddamn hero of mine (laughs) but yes no absolutely looking forward to that um okay yeah i'll hit up mine um things that i've been watching um i re i have started the rise of uh skywalker nice finished it i don't know why just haven't finished it okay i have been going through (laughs) one of your favorites um, Jennifer, is I've been going through Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, nice. So, um, actually, I never had an opportunity to see the first time around because I was probably in college at the point. So, this is a lot of fun to see um, and sit down with my kid, watch Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Um, I am, I don't know if I remember that this is part of the Disney um, universe, but um, they did at least one, maybe two musketeer movies hmm. Did you oh guys that's see right yes i remember <laughs> um, these david you would know the name probably oliver platt no doesn't ring a bell i thought he was a big theater person at oh, one point oh, you wait, mean the ben platt case. wait isn't it anyways who is, so uh who, who are you thinking of because we'll ben see. platt is a broadway superstar but all I have no recollection of anyone named Oliver Platt. I thought Oliver Platt was also a theater person, but I may have been maybe incorrect. Let me either see. and or it has kind of the brat pack. So he's, it has he's a Canadian film actor who's been huh. known for oh he was in the Three Musketeers yeah yeah I the thought nineteen ninety three version theater at one point that version's so, so good anyways. I... I'm not aware of his Broadway credentials, but that doesn't mean they don't exist. But it has Kiefer Sutherland. Yes. If you were going to bring that um, up, I was going to. (laughs) Kiefer Sutherland, it has, um, oh my God, I think it's Charlie Sheen. Mm -hmm. And um, the last guy who uh, lost his career playing um, Robin. Um. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What is his name? Uh, Chris. Um. Something. Chris O'Donnell, right? Chris O'Donnell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris O'Donnell, yeah. yeah. Huh. And then okay. the the last one I've been watching, which is just like every time I watch it, my daughter loves it, but it lowers my IQ. 
Um, have you guys seen Jesse? No. The it TV is like, show? Yeah, it's like a terrible TV oh, sitcom. We're talking about the TV show from like Disney Channel? Yeah. Oh. And, and, oh with Debbie Ryan. Yes, I am familiar. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's like this country girl moves to the city to, I forget, do exactly what, ends up becoming a nanny for three adopted rich kids in their super nice apartment. Hmm. And it's just her teaching these kids life in general. And it's really awful. But Uh, my daughter loves it. I mean, it's just like, it's got every, it's got the sitcom laugh. It's so sitcom. It's It's got (laughs) the outrageous situations they get themselves into. And and for if you're a little kid, it completely works. But when you're an adult, you look, you know, these are probably one of these things when you look back as an adult, you go, Oh my my kids in ten years, like, what did I see in this? Yeah. So yeah. anyways, but it's fun to sit there with her and watch it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel this similarly, and I know this isn't a Disney show, but about shows like iCarly and Drake. I was and just thinking oh about iCarly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Looking back on those and just going like I loved this. Yeah. As a child. This oh, is yeah. what I was into. I'll still kind of defend Drake and Josh because that one was definitely yeah. my childhood, but totally. iCarly was way more cringy than that one. But I get what you're saying, Zen. And um, just to go back for a second, you are correct. Um, uh, uh, Oliver Platt does have two Broadway credits, uh, one of which was a play called Shining City, in which he won a Tony. And then he was also Nathan Detroit in Guys and Dolls in 2009 so i mean he did oh, a little nice. bit but yes. he was anyways he, he's, uh, anyways he's a broadway actor in the same sense that tom hanks is a broadway actor yeah he's done a little bit but he's not really that yeah known for that kind of work but you are correct so hats off credit where credit is due um yeah no i i some somebody remind me what we saw in shows like that because they're still being produced. I think it's just like childhood innocence and just like n- a non-developed sense of humor that makes us like shows like iCarly and Jesse and stuff like probably. that. Yeah, probably, yeah. Somewhere that else. explanation makes sense. <laughs> There's yeah. a guy who does uh, takes sitcoms and he removes the laugh tracks. Oh, have you ooh. seen this? I've seen it with regards to the Big Bang Theory, and it is a mess. Is it really? Oh, my God. Oh, God. oh wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait until you see Friends without the laugh track. Oh, no. no. It completely ruins Friends. Oh, I mean, you, some of the laugh tracks, it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then without the laugh track, it's like... Oh my God, it is not funny at all without, <laughs> you know, Joey's like bug eyes without the laugh track. You know, yeah. it's just like, oh, wow. Someone, and, and there's actually a, um, someone did like a YouTube like thing on just the laugh track where it came about and mm-hmm. how it's affected comedy forever. Yeah. And then, um, for the first time, not, I wouldn't say the first time recently, I forget what television show eschews the laugh track. And it makes it very a very very different type of comedy. Well, so. the the show that I think pioneered that sort of change uh, sat with The Office 
for the most part, the American version of The Office was, to my recollection, the first major U.S. comedy TV show slash not really sitcom that got rid of the laugh track and kind of changed the trajectory of that type of media. Arrested Mm -hmm. Development, too. Yeah. It was Arrested Development because Arrested Development was slightly before The Office. Yeah. So, but yes, hmm. both are true. I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine is the, at least a recent sitcom that doesn't do the laugh tracks. And it's like based from the writers of, I think, The Office and Parks and Rec. And they opted when they created Brooklyn Nine-Nine to remove the laugh tracks. Oh, interesting. I mean, I... I watch it and I'm trying to like replay episodes in my mind right now. And I think, and I also, they have a podcast that I listen to that talks about all the behind the scenes things. And I think Ooh. they mentioned that they specifically opted not to do laugh tracks. And it's hmm. just great comedy with right. laugh tracks. <laughs> right. Because it gives you so much more diversity in terms yeah. of the joke that you can tell. Because the analysis that I've seen is like you, the only types of jokes that you can tell with a laugh track are jokes with a, a long lead up, a punchline, and then a sort of de-escalation. And that mm-hmm. gets pretty old when you, know, you tell yeah. it three, yeah. four thousand times over right. the course of five seasons. Hmm. So, I Very guess, cool. I mean, that's a lot of shows that you can't watch on Disney+. Plus. Interesting discussion if that's what you're looking for. Shifting gears then, let's talk about what is coming in the future. So is there anything that you guys have heard that's coming that you're interested in? Like, I've heard that they're going to be coming up with a new Muppet show. And <gasps> yeah. that would be really exciting. And at the same time, I really, really hope it's nothing like the one that debuted a couple of years ago on ABC. Because I tried watching a couple episodes of that and eh. people weren't fans. It just was not great. Like, Mm. I I love the, like, 90s Muppet show and even, like, the really old episodes from, I think it was, like, 60s or 70s. Like, those are all fun. This was just, like, kind of painful to me. Yeah. Um, Hamilton. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If I didn't already have a Disney (laughs) Plus subscription, that would be enough to make me get one. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. That is all. <laughs> yeah. That's coming out in July, right? July uh, I believe 3rd. so, yes. July Ooh. 3rd. I, I got to say, it, it's more than a rumor. I think we know that's for certain. But, like, um, WandaVision looks very interesting to me. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And I'll tell you why, um, being the comic book person I am, um, I don't know if any of you seen the commercials for WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And it has both actors, the actor and actress, the guy who, um, what's his name? I forget what his name is. Um, the blonde guy, Paul Bettany. Mm. And, um, and th- they have them in like, it looks like they're in sitcoms, like I love Lucy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And okay. So first of all, it'd be interesting to see WandaVision. So the story of comic book characters being told in long, long form format, um, meaning that they can have as many episodes as they want to tell a story tends to be better. I mean, I think when I saw Daredevil on um, on Netflix, just have giving them some time to tell a story slowly is wonderful. Yeah. Second yeah. part is WandaVision. I don't know for certain. There was a series called 
the House of M. And what people may not know if you're not a comic book fan is Wanda may be the most powerful mutant, period. Not Mm. only does she have the ability to kind of like throw bolts and stuff like that, she actually can change the fabric of time and space. Mm -hmm. And in WandaVision, I don't want, I mean, at least in the House of M, um, and hopefully this doesn't give away anything to the plot of the TV show. Who knows? It's a TV show and it's completely different. Um, they, she has a child and the child dies and she <laughs> goes insane. And when she's insane, she bends f- the t- fabric of time and reality and everyone's living in her reality. Whoa. And therefore that's why the sitcom thing, I think it might be her bending time and space and reality and the sitcom is actually reality mm-hmm. in, um, that she's creating. And it's the rest of the, um, the rest of the superheroes are combination trying to keep her somewhat sedated. So reality is not completely changed forever. So the thing is she bends time and reality, all the other superheroes get together and try to suppress her from, and, and even at one point they're talking about killing her. Whoa. Okay. And I don't think they're going to get that serious in this series, but oh. they're talking about what do we do? Do we, do we have to kill her? It's like, and I think it's obviously it comes to Captain America. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not killers here. We, we don't do stuff like this, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, even I if it think- just touches upon this, it'd be amazing. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think I remember seeing like a cradle or something in one of the little snippets, like the little previews that they showed of the show. So maybe that is it. Yeah, this could be amazing. This could be really, really amazing to see uh, if they take even a little bit of the storyline. Will they go that deep and dark? Be interesting. This isn't usually my thing, but you have my intrigue, sir. I know, I am intrigued. Mm -hmm. Oh, it could, I mean, anyways. um, But if you have not read it, I can highly suggest read The House of M. It is available as a paperback. paperback. Mm. You know, usually lots of times you can get like half off on Amazon and definitely like a used copy of it on eBay. It is one of the best reading comics ever. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay, sorry. That's my thing. That was awesome. Very interesting. Uh, Next. I I gave gave my one, and I'm sticking by it. Nice. I mean, any others? I I feel like this doesn't look, this can't follow Zen's very intriguing one that he just shared. (laughs) You guys know how much I love National Treasure. Oh my God, you need to stop this now. (laughs) No, no, I support it. But there, I guess there's, I don't know how official it is, but there, I've seen something about National Treasure 3, the movie, and also possibly a series to come out. I like movies more. I'm not too big on the series, but who knows? That's just something that I heard. Or read. what would National Treasure the series? I don't know. Like? That's why mm. I'm like, why don't you just do a good movie? Yeah, <laughs> to follow up. But that's just what I've heard. Not as intriguing. Maybe it's as intriguing as what Zen just shared, depending who you are. <laughs> but yeah. I wonder if they would do something kind of like um, years and years ago, they had a series called the adventures of young Indiana Jones, I think. 
And oh, so maybe yeah. it'd be something kind of like mm. that, where it's like, oh. you know, just short like adventures. How, or how that didn't live up to its it. potential, though. Yeah, no, the young Indiana Jones. So sad. Yeah, it, it wanted to be more of a history class more than it wanted to be a. An Indiana Jones. Yeah, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I remember, like, I vaguely remember it as a kid, but I remember it being kind of boring, so I never really yeah. fully got into it. But. Uh, We'll see. The, the, I think the best part was when um, Indiana Jones would come back in the present. I mean, le- he'd be telling stories, and then you would see him, and he'd be like this old guy with one eye, yeah. you know, like, and the guy pretty much yelling, "Get off my lawn!" That yeah, kind of guy, so <laughs> so good. All right, so those are some of our recommendations and some stuff to look forward to. And for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening today. And be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. Yeah, and while you're waiting for those new episodes to come out, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Main Street UCI. Nothing special there, just at Main Street UCI. And please, while you're there, give us a like, give us a follow, and send us your questions and suggestions because we love, love, love to hear from all of you. Yep, and thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu, ce.uci.edu, and all their courses are online, so you can take them at home, right here and right now, anytime in the world, any place in the world. Yeah, yay, that's a great thing about online courses, right? And with that... We're going to see you next time. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.